hi Faith um, so I found something else that is like a biological fun fact I don't know if you're going to try it but apparently you can't hum and hold your nose at the same time did that make sense like if you if you hold your nose if you like close your nostrils you can't hum if you do that try it first and let me know testing testing one two testing testing one two testing one two testing testing in the lord's name testing in the lord's name <laughs> i don't even know why i started like that but um yeah testing testing i think i was very nostalgic about um how it used to be when i first started the podcast i used to drop in uh, testing testing one two and then i would have like the first take the second take so i was being i was feeling nostalgic i guess but yeah welcome to nah 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 this will not work this will not work okay let me do this again i'm going to do this intro properly <clears throat> and action hi readers welcome to something focus the podcast my name is amin aka lip gloss mafia aka crazy book lady aka please no more aka <laughs> one of the best intros i've ever done if i do say so myself welcome readers to the something bookish podcast on this podcast i talk about all things books and reading from book lists to reviews musings tips and tricks and the occasional guest chat so think of the space as a virtual lounge but for bookish people obviously who are chill and cool and cultured obviously if this is your first time listening to the podcast Welcome to the dark side. And if this is not your first time, hey, how you doing? Readers, this is the 47th episode. Yeah, it's my 47th time doing the podcast. The Something Bookish Podcast. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Actually, it is not the 47th time I'm doing the Something Bookish Podcast because there there's like 10 episodes in my draft but that i can never release because it was just i listened to it and it was just not the right vibe because it was just it, it was a complete mess like i wasn't making sense at all and some of those episodes i've had to redo them because i drank too much and i just i wasn't making any more sense so those were the times where i had to drink and get to a level where i was still coherent so that you actually get <laughs> value for your time but yeah officially this is the 47th episode of the something bookish podcast on this episode i will be sharing the books i read in the month of february so this is the wrap-up episode um, and yes there's something else i wanted to add to this episode i would also be sharing the tools that help that give me easy access to books and also help make my reading life as easy and seamless as possible. 
yeah so stick around but before we get into that there's a little housekeeping not too much and by housekeeping this is for new listeners by housekeeping i mean talk about things that i need you to know maybe i need to plug in something that's what i mean about housekeeping we don't have a lot of housekeeping to do today because the house is very clean so this is just a reminder if you haven't subscribed to the something bookish newsletter please do so there's a link in the show notes or you can just google something bookish substack and the first result that comes up is definitely the something bookish newsletter secondly please make sure you're following something bookish on instagram the page is amazing it's a place where i go to to unleash the weirdness that happens in my head and shout out other readers and more and there's always like more book recommendations there i'm really enjoying the something bookish instagram page so that is something underscore underscore bookish just not something bookish okay yeah so that's that about that now let's get into some books shall we readers if you love the content i create and want to support me you can do that by clicking on the payment link in the show notes titled buy a mean a cup of coffee alternatively you can follow me on instagram or twitter the link in my bio would lead you to the payment page now it only accepts payments in the nigerian naira so if you're outside nigeria all you need to do is convert how much you would like to donate from your currency to the naira for example an average cup of coffee is four dollars and the conversion is approximately 1800 naira I hope this helps. Thank you again so much for your unwavering support. So my February reading was was interesting. It was it was filled with it was fueled. Is that the word? Yes. Let me just use something easy that I can pronounce. It was powered by anxiety, and that anxiety was powered by the nigerian presidential elections so i was going through too many books and my dnf streak was so high (laughs) so this february i was able to read 18 well i was able to finish reading 18 books but i dnf'd 11 books (laughs) yeah it's going to be an interesting one because most of the books i dnf'd i'm surprised that i dnf'd and some of them, maybe I should even put them into... Nah, I know I shouldn't. I'm not going to give any of them a second chance, to be honest. Let me not even lie to myself, because if I didn't finish reading it, I didn't finish reading it. And I will give you all the reasons why. But first of all, let me share with you the books that I finished reading in February. First up, The Situation C- C2... <laughs> First book I finished reading was... The Situationship by Taylor Diorombo. And this was an ebook I got on NetGalley. This book, ah, god damn it. I think it's going to be out in April or March. I will let you know or make sure you're following something bookish because I share book recommendations, books that anticipated book releases and books you should know about. But yeah, The Situationship. Now, I, I, I enjoyed this book. A lot of people who don't like books that have no books that are heavy with 
pop culture references might not like it but i think you should give this a chance okay um it's maybe i enjoyed it more because i understood the pop culture references because they were more millennial than it's it doesn't feel as dated as say um if you read honey and spice by bonu babalola for instance that one had pop culture references but it just it kind of felt forced this one did not feel forced it just felt like banter because it was mostly in the dialogue and it it sound it it read like that's how people of that age would speak it's marketed as a rom-com and well you can already tell from the title the book is is called situationship <laughs> and it's about a girl who is in a situationship it's marketed as a rom-com but for me a rom-com like i explained in my last in one of the previous episodes of the podcast you should check that out what makes a romance novel a romance novel if you're going to brand any book romance whether it's romance suspense or romantic comedy the ending is key and this book it 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 was giving contemporary fiction not rom-com it had rom-com elements but like would i put it in the category of a romance novel because a rom-com is a romance novel that has a lot of comedic elements i won't put this book as a romance and i don't like that it's marketed as a rom-com because when you get to the ending you're expecting something but that ending is not what you get like the ending that makes you know that okay this was a romance novel that i just read but i still enjoyed it it wasn't it was a very enjoyable read and it was steamy <laughs> it was annoying because you know we have millennials who make bad decisions sometimes not like I'm, I'm i'm sobbing myself in this but that's just what millennials do sometimes we just do we can't make up our minds but yeah the situation is an interesting novel I feel like the title gives most of what you expect from the book so i don't want to talk too much about it especially as the book is not yet out so that i don't spoil it for you but if you're looking for something light not too heavy in fact it's not heavy at all it's it's a nice read it's a nice read i i will call this a perfect beach read yeah that's what it is okay i've spent too much time on that book um the next book i finished was dazzling by chikodili Melumadu. This was a physical copy that I read and I really really liked this book. I picked up this book because it's inspired by Nigerian mythology, especially mythology from the eastern part of Nigeria and we don't have a lot of that and I was not disappointed. I liked the main characters. There was one who was morally grey. I liked the language though there are some people who might have issues with the language maybe people who are from that side of nigeria but i i was in it it was very consistent i didn't it didn't feel fake to me so i enjoyed it there's some people who might be of that opinion but well sorry to them i personally enjoyed it i really did i like how it played out i like how it ended i like the stories that were woven i like how it unfolded i really like this book did i did i tell you i like this book <laughs> anywho the next book i finished was the personal librarian by marie marie benedict and victoria christopher murray this was an audio book and this was a book that was recommended by bukola 
I spoke to her in one of the previous episodes. You should just check out one of the episodes that has featuring Bukola. <laughs> she's she's the book club whisperer. Yes. So I read this because of her. And this book is about a woman who is, is inspired by a real life person. She's a black, a light-skinned black woman who passed as white. And she was the librarian of JP Morgan. I know things happened. But yeah, I, I like I liked the book. I really liked the book. I like learning about historic figures through fiction. It just is it feels like it doesn't feel like school. And you know, you're smarter for it because I never knew about this character, you know. And this is she be, she was a very rich woman in history and I would not have known about her if not for this book. So yeah, that was The Personal Librarian. The next book I finished was The Romantic Agenda by Claire Kahn. By Claire Kahn. This was an audiobook. And ah, I should have DNF this book, but there was just something that kept me reading. You know? I didn't like any of the characters in the book. Honestly, I did not. All of them were annoying me, and I just wanted to conk their heads at the end of the book. But I, I kind of liked the plot. I did. <laughs> there was a girl who has been in love with her best friend and then he falls in love with someone else and then they go on a holiday and that one, the girl that has fallen in love with her best friend invites her own best friend and those ones are supposed to hook up and you know how these romance novels go but yeah, that was that about that. It's not, I don't, I, I won't like be, oh go and read the romantic, what's the name of the book again, the romantic agenda. I won't be like, oh go and read the romantic agenda, no. But if you perhaps see it and you like the cover and you read the synopsis and it calls to you, it, let me just say, it did not feel like a waste of time. So yeah, The Romantic Agenda. Next up, the next book I finished was Zora Books Are Happy Ever After by Taj McCoy. This was an ebook I read on Netgalley and my goodness, this was a disappointment of a book. <laughs> it was just, it was so, it was so annoying. No, it and this is not a case of you didn't like it, so it's a bad book. The character development in this book is very shoddy. I'm, I was embarrassed that I was reading this book. The only thing I liked was the fact that the main character and her grandmother and her best friend all live in the same house and they have a nice relationship and this kind of like friendship vibe. So I liked that. But aside, I mean, the romance is the main part of the book and it didn't give. It didn't give the romance part of the book. Did it did not give me anything. It gave lazy. It had and I I it reminded me of why I don't like love triangles in novels. Sometimes the problem with having triangles, love triangles, is the you can see that the author favors a particular character and they just paint the other person as very shitty. If you're going to write a love triangle in the romance, like if it's a love triangle trope. I need complicated characters. I want it to be hard for me as a reader to be like, ah, maybe she should go with this one. Mm -mm, she might go with this one. But when the writer makes it so obvious that this is the character that we're going to go with at the end of the book, I'm like, ugh, that was boring. That felt like a waste of my time. I gave this book a one star. It's not yet out, but I just, I gave it a one star because, you know, congratulations on writing a book, I guess. The next book I finished, and we're on book number six now, At the Bottom of the River by Jamaica Kincaid. <sighs> okay, 
I, I don't think I have much to say about this book, to be honest, because at this point, I can't even remember what the book was about. I know it was a book with poems, and it was lovely while I was listening to it. <laughs> but I don't... And I felt happy when I finished reading it, but I can't tell you what it is about. I rated this one like 3 over 5, but that's that about that. And I'm reading this book uh, because I joined um, Kiki's We Read Jamaican Jamaica Kincaid. And Kiki is... <sighs> I'm going to put a handle in the show notes. Kiki runs the handle on Instagram, If This Is Paradise. And she's making us read Jamaica Kincaid this year. And I decided to join the challenge. Hopefully, I'm able to complete it. But I, the, the language was lovely enough for me to keep going, if that makes sense. So yeah, that was um, At the Bottom of the River by Jamaica Kincaid. I listened to it. Next up, the next book I finished was Ghost Music by Anne Yu. This was also an audiobook, which I really enjoyed. Now, this book was weird. It was very weird. They are talking mushrooms. They are weird people. A missing person who is supposed to be dead but then he's back to life and he's playing the piano i don't know it's very weird but the whole vibe of the book has to do with loss and grieving and finding yourself and who you are that was the vibe <laughs> that was the vibe of the book it was very i like this kind of book so this was a very amin type book you know i really enjoyed it and the audiobook is also nice but I won't be like, oh, you should definitely read this book because this is a very, <laughs> it's, I'm the direct ta target audience for this book. So that's ghost music. The next book I finished was Lesser Known Monsters of the 21st Century by Kim Fu. This was also an audiobook, which I would definitely recommend if you like short stories. And the audiobook is narrated by a full cast. Oh my God, it was so good. And I'm definitely adding this collection to my list of favorite short story collections. What did I just say? I hope that made sense. Anywho, yes, I'm adding this one to my list of favorite short story collections. Yes, that was what I meant to say. <laughs> Let me drink something. I'm so thirsty. Oh my God. Ah. All right. So, Lesser Known Monsters has a lot of weird stories and, and you know I like weird short stories, you know, I loved Cursed Bunny, I've loved Mouthful of Birds, I've loved uh, Her Body and Other Parties. So I like this kind of weird sur surrealist type short stories where like, like things are popping out of toilets and talking to you. I like weird shit, I really like weird shit and this was the epitome of weird shit. I really liked this one. Audiobook. It's a nice audiobook also. Well performed. The next book I finished was The Middle Daughter by Chika Onigwe. Oh my god. This book is out in April. Okay? And I don't want to give too many spoilers away. I feel like this book needs to be experienced organically. All I would say about this book is take care of yourself when you read this book. And the only thing I will give you as a hint is if you thought tomorrow I become a woman was was painful or was hard for you to read, <laughs> then 
you are not ready for the middle daughter but you should definitely read it because i'm highly recommending the middle daughter chica onigwe she finished work on this one this is my favorite work of her by far so yeah the middle daughter by chica onigwe next up is night wherever we go by tracy rose payton this was an audiobook and i body read this with joan and i i liked this book the cons uh the premise of this book is we are on a plantation yeah it's i i, I said i was going to stop reading slave stories from america but I just like the premise of this one. So these women, they are these women on the plantation and they are doing their best to make sure they don't get pregnant because their owner has decided he's not going to buy more slaves. He's just going to make the slaves he has pregnant. And they are making it, they've, taken, they've made it their duty that they are not going to get pregnant by hook or by crook. And I was enjoying the book, but towards like the last 30% of the book, I was wondering... What was going on? Where are we going? What, 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 are you tired of writing, ma? You know? I just, I stopped feeling it at that point. So yeah, that was that about that. <laughs> Night wherever we go. The next book I finished was Family Matters by Royton Mystery. I don't know if I pronounced this book well, but this is the author of one of my favorite books ever by male author, A Fine Balance. So I was looking for a book I was going to read by a male author for February. I DNF'd a lot, which you'll hear about soon. And I saw this book. I was like, oh, okay, let me just do this. And my goodness, the book is long. It was like 19 hours. But it was so good. The book is as close to perfect as a novel can be. Yay, up Nepal. The book is as close to perfect as a novel can be. The character development is rich. The pacing is just perfect, it's medium, it's not too fast, it's not too slow. Um, you fall in love with the characters because we're spending so much time with them. Even the side characters are memorable because this man knows how to write. God damn it. It's set in India, by the way, in case you didn't know that. But this, this author is one of my favorite new authors, so I guess I'm biased. No, but okay, no, I'm not biased in this one. The book is actually a really good book. That's Family Matters by... Royton Mystery. The next book I finished was Rebel by Beverly Jenkins. So it's February. I was going to read a lot of romance novels. So I decided to pick <laughs> this trilogy by Beverly Jenkins and just do a marathon. The first in the series, the name of the series is Women Who Dare. And the first in the series is Rebel. And it's set in a reimagined world where after slavery or after like freedom even though there's still some issues between blacks and whites people are still allowed to move freely have property and then you have love story these love stories and we still get some historical uh historical lessons <laughs> i mean it is historical fiction so yeah no it's, it's not just historical fiction it's historical romance so we still get all of that so the first one I read was Rebel, the next one is Wild Rain, and the third one is To Catch a Raven. Now, this, this, the thing I like about these three books is we have such strong female characters. They are not very, they are, they are not the kind of 
weekly that you'd expect in a historical romance the last book i didn't like it as much because she was a bit too whiny for my liking and i mean she, she was even the oldest that's what is upsetting me she was the oldest so i don't know why she was the whiniest one to me but i still enjoyed it overall so if you're looking for historical romance i would definitely recommend women the women who dare trilogy by beverly jenkins so the next book I finished was The Havoc of Choice by Wanjiru Koenange. <laughs> this was the book of the club. <laughs> this was the February pick for the Indulgent Bibliophile Book Club. And if you were unable to join the book chat, you can listen to our discussion about the book. The author was even able to join us for like 30 minutes. You can listen to that book chat on YouTube just Google the indulgent bibliophile and the results will pop up so I really enjoyed this book <laughs> and I it was very ironic that the happenings of this book is um, is okay it's not telling God forbid it's kind of reminiscent of what is happening in Nigeria at the moment because of the elections and all of that so as I was reading the book, I was like, oh my God, God forbid, God forbid, God forbid, we'll not get to this part, God forbid, God forbid. But yeah, the book is inspired by real life. Kenya did have a very, um, I, I can't even, the after effect of an election, I think in 2007, there was, it was technically a civil war. And I'm, I'm, I'm still saying God forbid. <laughs> But this book is very well written, it's very well researched, it didn't feel like I was being bombarded with information and I think and I, I appreciate when an author does that because when a book is inspired by real life, there's, there's some tendency to almost become like textbooky because there's so much information to pull from but the story is still there and yeah, uh, I really like this one. And if you're looking for a book by an African to read that you know where you that it's very easy to get into, you should definitely pick up this book. Highly recommended read. The next book I finished was Onyeka and the Academy of the Sun by Tola Okobu. Now, this is a middle grade novel. By middle grade, I mean like from nine years old to like 13-ish. And <laughs> Okay, so I like the plot of this novel. I appreciate what the author is trying to do. It's just, maybe it's because I'm older. I just, I felt like the whole unity vibe that the author was going for. Because you have Yoruba, Igbo Hausa names. Um, there's like a mix of Yoruba, Igbo in the fantasy building or fantasy world. Which I found very cute. <laughs> It's not that it's bad. I, I found it very cute because it's like an imagined Nigeria where there isn't any tribal uh, division or anything. It's just men's greed that is dividing the country. Everybody's united and all of that. I really like it. <laughs> I really, really liked it. And I would recommend it if you have a middle grader around you. The book two is coming out this year and I'm excited to read it. I'll let you know how that goes. But when you look at the Academy of the Sun, pretty good read 
for its intended audience okay don't read it as an adult and be like oh what is this what is this you are not the intended audience me i liked it <laughs> especially as we're going through times in nigeria so i just needed something to take my mind off things also if you ever find the audiobook of this book throw it into the bin do not listen to it at all don't even try all right the next book i finished was the obsession by jessie sutanto now you know i'm a fan of miss sutanto she wrote um doubt a for aunties which was really really funny and really nice and really good and then she dropped uh four aunties and a wedding <laughs> which was a bit over the top i still enjoyed it but it did not give the same it didn't come with the same energy of book one you know so I gave her a little break. I was waiting for her new novel that is coming out this year, Vera, something Vera Wang. And I remembered that this book was in my Libro FM uh, lineup. So I just decided to give it a go. And it's so good. It's like a teenage, uh, teenage version of you. But instead, the girl is winning. And I knew that going in because it's just it's to Tanto. The women are always going to be the ones fucking shit up. That's how she rolls. And I appreciate an author who gives me women who fuck shit up. And this this young lady does fuck shit up. She's weird. She's a psychopath. And I was like, you go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that says of me as a person, but I really enjoyed this book. So if you've watched you... Or you've read any of the books this is like a ya version but where the girl is the winner we don't have yeah all right so that's the obsession the next and last book i finished reading in february is crushing on you by jen jen tree so this was an audiobook by the way it was very complicated the feelings i have about this book are complicated yeah so i understand the whole immigrant children wanting to make it in their lives just to make their parents lives easier and making the sacrifice worth it and the male lead in this book is that he's working in tech he's making good money he even owns an apartment he's you know he's close to his parents and then we have the female lead who was so annoying and she has had issues with her family she has broken away from the family but she just can't understand why he's so in tune with his family or why he he's okay with his family coming to live with him for like a week in a month you know and she's accusing him of being a mama's boy or being the asian american dream and i was like but what is the problem the person likes you one week in the month he's trying to come and have his parents around you know let them visit San Francisco and just chill have a nice time but she has a problem with it because she has a problem with her family and she's just trying to project and I didn't like that I felt like while there was chemistry be between the couple I felt like they didn't have the essence for a long-time commitment because the girl there's some knots that are loose in her head and for me she felt like a bad influence on the guy I mean, the guy owns a fucking apartment. What is, what is the problem? Must everybody be jumping up and down because they don't want to be the Asian-American Jew? I felt she was, she was annoying me. She just felt like a liability. But somehow the author found a way to make them break up and then 
when, when they found themselves, they came back together and decided to build on a relationship. But I, was, I wasn't having that. It's like, I don't think she deserves him, to be honest. This, do, do you get that this author was making me root for a man and say the girl doesn't deserve the guy? Because she was so... Ugh. But yeah, the book is steamy. The sex scenes are quite steamy. So if you're okay with that, then... <laughs> then you should go for that. And yeah, those are the books I finished reading in the month of February. Now, let's go through my DNFs. My DNFs are 11 books. Unfortunately for them, I'm going to keep it very short because if I, I didn't finish it, so there's no point meandering around the whole thing. First up, Hungry Ghost by Kevin Jared Hussein. I was very excited to read this book. I read the synopsis. It looked like something that was going to be up my alley, but it was not. I started, I DNF'd at, when did I write it? I DNF'd at 45% of the audiobook and I just, I was bored out of my mind. I don't know why I was just bored next up 12 hours in Manhattan by man Gabriel now man Gabriel wrote uh, a book shit I forgot the name of her debut but I really liked it and I was looking forward to this her second book but she decided this book is the premise of this book is imagine you as a k-pop k-drama lover say you you are in the city one day and you meet um Lee Min Ho for instance you meet your favorite k-pop i mean k-drama actor and you guys have something to do with each other but it was just so it it was too cringe it was it was too cringe for me to keep going the writing style the way the female lead was reacting i just i couldn't buy into I couldn't buy into what the author was trying to sell, you know, it was just, it was too cringy. Next up, Everyone in My Family Has Killed Someone by Benjamin Stevenson. This was an audiobook. Now, I really like this book. I mean, listen to the title, Everyone in My Family Has Killed Someone. I was expecting this book to really bang. I'm all for an unreliable narrator, but when the unreliable narrator, like, makes it his duty in life, and a personality trait to be the unreliable narrator i kind of get bored and get taken out of the story so eventually i didn't even care who killed anybody in this family and i just dnf'd next up highly suspicious and unfairly cute by talia hibbert i know i know shocking how could you dnf a talia hibbert book i know and this book is one of my anticipated reads of the year Ugh. but i was bored I was bored out of my mind. This is like an enemies to romance type thing. And I think the author kind of overdid the enemies part because I did not see how these two kids were going to come together to form a relationship. Like the hate was just too strong and I understood on both ends what was making them not like each other and I was just not buying into that. Into the fact that they would be able to make it into a relationship, you know? I wasn't buying into it. I got bored. Next up, Rekia and Z by Mutia Badreddin. Now, this is an ebook. This was an ebook I started reading in the beginning of the month, but I thought maybe it was wrong timing. I came back to it again. Nothing. I just, I was bored. And I think the book reminds me of, not reminds me, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it reminds me. It's kind of, it's a reminder of 
why I don't like reading religious fiction. Do you get? So yeah, <clears throat> I, didn't, I I was bored. The next stop, the parking lot attendant by Nafkot Tamirat. This was an audio book. I really wanted to listen to this book because I wanted to read something from Ethiopia, but my goodness, I was bored out of my mind. I can't even tell you what this book was about. I was just so bored. Next up, Fencing with the King by Diana Abu-Jabbar. Also bored. Like, I DNF'd this one 5% into the book. I, I could not. <laughs> I just couldn't. Boring. Next up, Circling Back to You by Julie Teal. Audiobook. This was supposed to be a romance, office-type romance, but eh, the writing style didn't pull me in. I, and I gave this like, like one hour of my time, audiobook. It, I, it, I couldn't buy into the romance. It was just, I was bored. I didn't care anymore. Next up, A Lady for a Duke by Alexis Hall. This was an audiobook. Now, I like the premise of this book, but the book was 15 hours. And I read like five hours out of it. And I, I was like, this book needs to pick the fuck up <laughs> because I can't do it anymore. And... While I was having that thought, I tried continuing with the book, but I, I, I could not. I was like rolling my eyes with how slow the book was. So I dropped it. Next up, The Hookup Plan by Farah Rishon. Now, this book is a trilogy and I, this is, and The Hookup Plan is book three. A lot of people who have read the other books say that this is the most interesting one. And wow. If this is the most interesting one, what is the point in finding the other two? Anywho, I was bored. I was bored out of my mind. <laughs> Anytime I DNF a book is because I'm bored and I don't care about what is going to happen again. So I was just so bored. And I, I could not. Every time I tried picking up the book, it's like I was going to throw up. Yeah. Okay, I'm being dramatic now. But yeah, I was just bored. The last book I DNF'd was I Have Some Questions for You by Rebecca Mackay. Now, I feel very sad about this book because this would have been my jam. Now, the premise of this book is a true crime podcaster goes back to our high school to teach communications on a podcasting course. And for an assignment, a student who died while she was in school is an old case and she gives it to the student she's teaching now to work on so but at the same time she's also trying to see if she can get them to be the extra pairs of eyes for her to look at this crime and see if it can be resolved because you know how true crime podcasts are you know they look at the facts and see if you know the person in prison is actually supposed to be the person in prison i what is more painful is the book is narrated the audiobook is narrated by julia whelan i was enjoying her voice it was it was listening to her that made me keep listening to this book for two hours but i was just i was bored <laughs> i was so bored and then i dnf'd so yeah those are the books i dnf'd what were my standout books of the month my standout books were dazzling lesser known monsters of the 21st century the middle daughter Family Matters, The Havoc of Choice, and The Women Who Dare series. Those were my favorite books of the month. 
So now I'd like to talk about the reading essentials that make my life, my reading life easier. Um, I'd like to keep this as short as possible so that it's concise and you already know what to look out for without us going through too many um, words. So I'm very big on free resource. Is it resources or resources? <laughs> I'm big on free resources. <laughs> I'm big on free access to things and affordable um, affordable things to, to books and reading. Can you tell I'm trying to run away from words that will be making me sound funny? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. So, these tools and these apps help make my reading life seamless and not too expensive because, you know, I'm a known recessionista. In case you don't know what a recessionista is, it's a broke person who is still living life on the high side. <laughs> yes, I just made that up. Alright, so my first favorite app for reading is Scribd. Scribd is like Netflix but for books. You pay a monthly subscription and you get access to ebooks, audiobooks, magazines, documents, sheet music, anything you want. All you have to do is like 9.99 which i think is like 6.4 now thanks to the nonsense deflation and the naira to dollar um exchange rates but you can try the app normally if you open script yourself you get a trial of 30 days free but if you use the link in the show notes or you go to any of my social media and click on the link in my bio you will find the link to try script free for 60 days and it's it's one of my favorite apps because you know i can always find most most of the books i'm looking for my to be read list on script is like 455 books <laughs> whenever i finish reading it i finish reading it so script make sure you note that down after script, I use Libby. Now, this is very important, this Libby one. Libby is spelled L-I-B-B-Y. And if you are in Nigeria or you are on the African continent, our libraries are not so great. So, if you have friends who have moved out of the continent, say the US or the UK or Canada, tell them to get a library card. If your friends are not readers, it's fine. All the more tell them to go and get and register for a library card then they send it to you and then when you download the Libby app the Libby app you put in the library number and all the details and then automatically you can access books from that library isn't it amazing technology my goodness so if you are missing all your friends who have jackpot or left the continent Tell them to get a library book so that at least you reduce the amount of money you're spending on books. You can and on Libby you have audiobooks and you have ebooks. So make sure you join the Libby app. Okay? Not join the Libby app, no, get the Libby app. Next stop in my reading journey is Libro FM. Now, if you are on the African continent, I'm not sure, I'm, I'm sure of Nigeria that you cannot buy books 
you can buy audiobooks on Libro FM. <clears throat> and the annoying thing is, Libro FM has some of the best collections <laughs> of books. I would, if I could buy books on Libro FM, I would probably put all my money in Libro FM instead of Audible. It's just that Audible sometimes they have their Audible exclusives and all of that. So, Libro FM has an influencer program where if you apply to it if they go through your page and everything and it looks nice they bring you into the audio influencer program and you get access to new books every new every first day of the month and those books are available to you forever as long as you download them during that month yeah libro fm if you would like to join in uh i can't share it like that but send me a DM if you would like to join the Libro FM Influencer Program. Send me a private message and I will send you the link. Next up uh, is NetGalley. <laughs> NetGalley is a website for you to read advanced copies of books. And on NetGalley, you also have access to audiobooks and ebooks. I did a whole episode on how you can maximize NetGalley to the best of your abilities should definitely listen to that i will put the link in the show notes and then finally is storygraph now everybody knows goodreads yeah goodreads is the reading app that helps you track your reading find out what all your friends are reading and all of that but storygraph is more reader centric if you'd like to track your reading the kind of books you like reading how many times how, how long it takes you to read a book the genre that you gravitate towards more I would advise you to open a Storygraph account and log in your reads there. Also, you have the opportunity to do body reads and you can participate in reading challenges like the Something Bookish Reading Challenge is up on Storygraph. So, yeah, for now, those are the tools I use to make my reading less stressful. If you have any other questions about reading or how to get books, send me a private message, okay? Now, a quick reminder before I leave, if you're participating in the reading challenge, be sure to share your progress by using the hashtag something bookish reading challenge. If you need some recommendations, check out the, the challenge page on Storygraph. If you don't find what you're looking for, feel free to send me a message. Okay? Okay. That's it, y'all. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I would love to read or hear any comments or feedback you have. And you can do that by sending me a message on Twitter or Instagram at lipglossmafia. That's L-I-P-G-L-O-S-S-M-A-F-F-I-A. Subscribe now or follow so you don't miss out on the next episode, which is available on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and other streaming platforms. If you enjoyed this podcast, kindly spread the book love by spreading the word. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, rate and leave a review. It really helps new listeners find the show. And you know shares and reviews are my love language. Yay! Thanks in advance. I appreciate it and I appreciate you for listening. Readers, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And like Jim Rohn said... Reading is essential for those who seek to rise above the ordinary. Happy reading, everyone. Bye.